Competition. It's a word that gives us a lot of discomfort, fear. It can make us nervous. It's a little bit like that word negotiation. I mean, some people are really competitive and they're proud to own that. But other people find competition a way of not being nice, of being mean to others, of crushing them, crush the competition. So in this episode of the Imposter Syndrome podcast, I would like to give you a new perspective on competition. First of all, competition. The word actually comes from the Latin cum, C-U-M, which means with, and petere. Petere is from the Latin to strive. So to strive with, not to strive against. It's not contra petition. (laughs) It's competition. And so how can we apply this in business today? I want you to imagine that you are rowing a boat. In fact, it's not just you rowing the boat. You are rowing with somebody by your side. You are sitting there. Your feet are against the bottom of the boat and you are leaning forward, lift that row, that oar out of the out of the water, and then pull, and then lift, and then pull, and you now you are rowing, rowing, rowing. But on your left is another rower. You are rowing in competition. You are trying to outrow the other rower, but in reality, you need to row together. You are both rowing to try and beat each other, but you are rowing in the same boat. And together, your combined efforts make for the, for the boat to get moved along. The same thing may happen in the field of music. We have some great musicians, great classical musicians, who were outdoing each other. And that's what competition is. It's not only a matter of beating the other one. And in fact, using that Latin definition, it's not about beating, it's about striving together. It's actually about improving the general atmosphere, the general environment, the market. And so you can imagine these two musicians, uh, these two composers, for example, competing against each other but then together, working on each other's strengths, building each other up in a way that would not happen if they were working alone. Even if they never talk, the fact is that one of them makes discoveries which soon get adopted by the other one, by the other one or by others in the market. And so this is a good thing. There's another good thing about competition is that it tells you that there actually is a market for your service. It's a very good thing when you do see that there are others already willing to spend, other clients who are already willing to spend on the sort of service that you offer. So, so much for competition and the etymology, the origin of the word competition. But who are your real 
competitors? Well, very often we think that our competitors are those who are doing exactly what we are doing. So, for example, if you're a graphic designer, then you may say that other graphic designers in that same space, in that same market, are your competition. And now, in a sense, that may be true, but in another sense, they may not be your competition at all. You may both be striving for uh, for the business and neither of you will get it, not because the third competitor gets it, but because the client decides to keep the work in-house. They've decided that your work is not that important, even if it's very good, they have decided that this is something that they can handle. So this is another perspective on competition, is that your competition may not be your direct competitors as you would know them. I am a business coach, but it's rare, I would say, that my competition is another coach. In reality, my competition is something like a course. Well, instead of investing in a coach, which is going to be more time intensive, it's going to be more expensive, I may buy my own course and that's going to help me through the sales cycle or marketing or pricing or other things that are the sort of things that I help with. So my competition is actually a, an online course or it could be a book. It could be a video series. So to a graphic designer that I know asked who, who she asked her potential uh, prospects, what is your competition? And one of them said Upwork. It's Upwork is a low-cost uh, freelancing site that uh, does all kinds of work and the all kinds of work such as graphic design and, and web design and copywriting and a whole lot of other things. So your competition, you may be thinking if you're a graphic designer, your competition is other designers, but in fact it may actually be a piece of software. We'll take another example, a copywriter who writes for SaaS companies, software as a service companies, maybe in the e-commerce space. Now that uh, copywriter may be thinking I'm competing with other copywriters, and that may be true, but on the other hand... The copywriter may actually be competing with somebody who wants to do it themselves or may be competing with uh, somebody who is saying what, what you actually need. The reason that you are not making sales is that people have got a bad user experience, so we need to you know, fix that user experience or because others are better at selling. So what we're really trying to do here is identify who the competition is. But the aim is not to crush them down. The aim is to understand how that competition helps you, helps your client uh, reach their particular goal. And so speaking to your client about their comp the, your competition, not necessarily naming your competitors, but if if their competition is is a course, for example, what are they thinking of doing? Uh, what are how are they thinking of spending to fix this particular problem? Then that is your competition. So I'll leave you to get back to rowing boats and 
and graphic design and being, doing the amazing copywriting that you do, whatever it is that you do. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Anthony English, and this is the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Would you like my personal coaching to help you overcome imposter syndrome and price confidently? Book a call with me using the link in the show notes.